Before we start the episode, I wanted to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Nicolas Fritz. Uh, if you need a watch for his and hers, definitely recommend checking them out. Uh, that's uh, nicolasfritzwatches.com. That's N-I-K-L-A-A-S-F-R-I-T-Z-Watches.com. Also, if you add in Rayados90 promo code, you can get a discount on an order uh, when you order a watch. So, thank you and enjoy the episode. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Rayados 90 podcast. I'm your host, Eduardo Rosso, and joining me as always is my co-host, Patrick Meehan. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about a lot of things that have been going on this week. Uh, we're going to start out with Rayadas, who opened up their uh, semi-final matchup against uh, Pum- not Pumas, um, Pachuca. Uh, and then, yeah, and then we're going to dive into the game that we just concluded maybe like 30 minutes ago uh, against Atlas. That was a snooze fest. Then we'll we'll ju- jump in onto what happened on Wednesday uh, against Tigres and then preview La Liguilla, uh, make some predictions as Rayados are going to, uh, you know, they're officially set to take on Necaxa uh, starting this week. So, Pat... Uh, yeah, let's start with Rayadas, who uh, I think the last time we talked um, still hadn't clinched that spot in the semifinals, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, think. I think it was after the uh, f- the first leg yeah. that we talked. Yeah. So, you know, right? yeah. yeah, they took care of business against Pumas. And then mm-hmm. on, on Friday, they had their match against Pachuca on the road. And it didn't start out. It didn't get off on the right foot. The ladies fell three yeah. nothing. It it was a really brutal start. I'm not here. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't get to watch. I was just tracking it through Twitter. But you know, you don't need to be watching a game to know that if you fall down three nothing, that's not the start you want to have. And it mm-hmm. was just brutal. But but there was a, at least a little bit of glimmer of hope as. Um, Desiree Montsevay, she came in and she scored two goals. Uh, yeah. And going back home down 3-2, obviously you want the win, but 3-2 isn't a uh, crazy, you know, obstacle to overcome. Uh, and so, you know, it's it's still, you know, the I, recently, uh, I think today or just a few hours or just a few minutes ago, um, Tigres Feminine beat America Feminine. So, Tigres Feminine is off to the final, and obviously, if you support Rayadas, you want Rayadas to, you know, join them tomorrow, um, and we can have another Clásico Regio in the final. But Pat, um, I just want to just talk about Desiree Monsevay because when I think great players step up in in high pressure situations, and for you know for her to step up when the team was down. Three nothing to come in as a sub and score two goals. That's the stuff that 
make you know that's the stuff legends are made of and that's the stuff that only a certain amount of players you know we see that can do that because that takes a lot of you know icing your veins mm-hmm. and that takes <laughs> that takes a lot of guts and 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 for her to just do that and i just wanted to talk about uh just just how how much she means to this team because it's, i think she's she has 46 goals in her Rayadas career she's the top goal scorer in the league i think all time she's all time, a top yeah. yeah she's a top goal scorer for Rayadas all time and so i just want you to just touch on you know what do you think of her because she's pretty much cementing her legacy here yeah I mean, it's clear she came in, she leaded, uh, led Monterey, not to a win, but to cut distances and finish it off back home, or at least that's the plan. And you can just tell she's in a different level. Um, as you said, 46 goals in her Raya's career, most for Raya's in their history, most for La Liga, for La Liga Feminine in their history. Uh, you know, she's in her best form at the moment. I know they lost. I know they lost the game, and it may seem like it's bad, but it really—I mean, it's not that bad. You were down yeah. through nail. Uh, after they score the third one, you come back. Uh, two minutes, get the get the get a first goal back, and then in the 88th, you get the the three-two. That really, I think it it serves more of as a, a big blow to Pachuca, and uh, you know for the demoralization of the team mm-hmm. and. Uh, and it definitely benefits Rayas coming into the next one. They know that, you know, we were one goal away from 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 being three three. And if you have Desiree Montevice at the at the pitch, you're you're pretty much good. Yeah, it kind of, you know, like you said, even though Rayas won or not, they they lost. They kind of won just because they got the second away goal, and so mm-hmm. all they need to do all they need to do at home is just score one, and they're going you know, and I expect them to because at home, at home, they're they're, you know, the last few matches at home, they've scored at least three goals, if I'm not mistaken. So I I'm not too worried, but obviously you don't you know you don't want to count all your chickens before they hatch, and you know we're not just pumping um, Desiree's tires here just because she follows us, but she's a great player. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, she's a great player. She's a great player, and and like I said, I expect Rayadas to to win tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we have, you know, we're gonna have a second Clásico Regional final this year. You know, hopefully, be and then you know, two, hopefully we can win that one too. But, yeah. but yeah, uh, on to the men's now. Uh, today, since you know this match is still fresh in our mind, uh, it was a, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't very exciting. I mean, I think wait, only... wait, wait, wait. Before we go to the men's, I think. Maybe you should say something about Daniela Solis. Her tweets have been on point. Oh yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Before we switch, her, her. If you, uh, this is why I say, if, if you don't follow any of the Rayas, you're missing out. Just because they are, there's something like I think I've never I've followed a lot of athletes before. Most of them, like I said, they're very conservative. They don't. They, <laughs> yeah. If they tweet out, it'll be it'll be. It'll be calculated. They're not gonna be themselves. They'll be themselves a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. But Rayelas are a completely different story. Daniela Solis. She was tweeting out lyrics this morning, and they were just hilarious. Like I woke up, <laughs> I woke up to the tweets. You know, I woke up 
check Twitter and, and just her tweets or her I caught a few of the tweets on this morning for just putting lyrics out and it kind of yeah. shows that even though they're down three two they're not too worried. And I kind of yeah. I kinda like that just because don't change what you've been doing all season long. You know, you don't want to change what you your routine is. And I like that they're going in loose. Mm-hmm. They're not going in worried or whatever. So yeah. you know, shout out to Daniela Solis who if you don't follow her on Twitter, you should because she is very hilarious. Yeah. Also she 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 she's been dying to be on the Ellen show. So like Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's a really great follow. So if you don't follow her, definitely follow her. I hopefully she follows us one day. So yeah, that's the that's, that's. I mean, she's been dying to be in the airline show, but we want her to die to go to come to the Real Madrid podcast. Yeah, yeah well, I want her to be on our podcast and and then also follow us. But yeah, well, if if Desiree is listening, you know, yeah, I want, <laughs> yeah, please tell her to follow us because we love the tweets. Um, yeah. But yeah, the women's. Uh, Rayas, you know, I don't like. I said I don't like to count my chickens before they hatch, but they should win against Pachuca tomorrow, and we should have our second Clasico Regio in a final, you know, the second one this year. So mm-hmm. now on to the men's side. Pat, uh, this afternoon uh, or evening or morning or wherever you are, it the, this match against Atlas was another one of those. Do mm-hmm. do we really care? Um, kind of matches. Just because it was, I mean, I think only three, you know, three regular starters were, were, you know, were in the starting lineup. And it was just a snooze fest. I watched all 90 minutes. But to be honest, if you're asking me if there's anything that stood out, not really. It was hella boring. Not a lot of scoring chances from Vallado's perspective. And it was just, like, it was one of those games where let's get this season over with and let's move on to La Liga and the only thing I'm taking away from this match is that Angel Saldivar's season or career as a Rayado came to an end at least I hope it came to an end we don't have to see them in the Liga but yeah. in Angel Saldivar fashion he missed uh, I think two scoring opportunities if I'm not mistaken one of them went off or one of them the shot went off and then the other one he was too slow to react and allowed for the defender to, you know, punch, you know, poke the poke the ball out of there. Um, and then he got sent off for a tackle, like in the last 10 minutes of the match with the red card. So that's the only thing I have to take away that Angel Saliva, he went off, I guess, with the bang or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Pat, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know how much you watched this game and what do you take away from it? <laughs> Yeah, I was watching it. Uh, it's one. Of, it's that game that we, I mean, if you know, if if, the, if somebody told me before the game that we were gonna lose, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it, like even if even if we have the B team out there, we sh- we should still be beating Atlas. And not to respect Atlas, but our B team is pretty good. Like we have good players out there. Um, then some of them came in, like Aviles and, and Dorlan Pavon. Still, nothing was created, nothing was done. It was just one of those matches. But, I mean, if I have all of them ready for Wednesday, then I don't mind it. You know, it's not a game that we should lose our minds to. But just looking at it, you know, not going too much into it, I think it's a game that even if we have the P team, we should be winning. Now, the Angel Talibar case, I mean, I feel bad for him. He just never got... I mean... 
when he played, he played by himself, like with the B team. With a he's part, he's the B team, you know. So he yeah. there's not there's not a lot of talent uh, in him, or at least he never showed it with us. And uh, feel bad for him. I mean, you know, he he tried his best, I guess. But uh, yeah, it just yeah. it just wasn't gonna work since the beginning. You can really tell. Like, why yeah. why are we getting this? What for? Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a good guy and everything, but he's just not the quality that um, Vallejo should be chasing or, or trying to get because it kind of exposes us, like I tweeted out. It, it kind of showed that we have not a lot. We don't have a lot of scoring depth. Like, if if Funes Mori isn't playing or or whoever is, you know, Pavon or Hurtado, if, if those guys aren't playing out on the wing or as a striker, it you know, the quality and, and scoring drops significantly. And if we continue going deep in, in, in you know, these other competitions like Copa Mekis, Congo Cap Champions League, or hopefully one day Copa Libertadores, you know, you, you kind of need scoring depth. You know, you need that depth because you, need, you do need to give your starters a break. And you got to hope that, you know, the depth that you had or you have can, you know, they can play well. And you don't have to bring in your starters, you know, and you can just give them the full game off. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the summer. And, and you know, hopefully Rayados can address, you know, the scoring depth that they need. Because, uh, like I said, if we continue going deep in competitions, we need depth. And we just can't rely on our starters. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it with this Atlas match. There's not much that we could talk about. Um it's it was yeah. just, it was just one of those boring matches. It was just let's get yeah, this over. And, and we have everybody ready for we have everybody ready for for Wednesday, so that's fine. That's that's better. Yeah, we got it. You know, Wednesday or Thursday, it's either one. The the league, I, they haven't. I don't. I haven't seen the official TV. It's sport. not official. Yeah. It's 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 gonna be Wednesday or Thursday, and by the time you hear this, I think they should already have the TV schedule out or the you know the time schedule and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're 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 kind of stalling here. We're waiting on Robust so we can talk about Wednesday's matchup, just because that's the big thing um, that we want to talk about, and and the league app preview. But so far, I don't think he's responded to my message. So I mean, we're just gonna have to go on and. And hopefully he joins us midway the yeah. conversation, but um, but yeah. Let's well, talk, he, I mean, he he no, go ahead. I put him to I put him to do a task, uh, so that that might that might be slowing him down. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, if, we if, should... if he's missing, it's just because he's doing something for the podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> we're we we're trying we we're trying to have a guest here. You know, we're not gonna say his name, just because it's out of curiosity, it's out of respect. Yeah, and, and so. Hopefully we can have that guest and Rompas join us midway because there's a lot to talk about. There's, uh, I think before we talk about the match, Pat, I know if you haven't seen it yet, I'll tweet this out along with the podcast tomorrow or you know Monday. Um, but Pat, you were you did like a little vlog for the podcast, yeah. and I just want you to just talk about that. And you were there too. You're at the game, so I just want you to talk about. You know how it was going back to Monterrey and just the atmosphere, you know, before the match, um, mm-hmm. during the match, and then when when Gignac scored that, 
that goal with like what is it still 20 minutes left in the game yeah and how the how the crowd was so if you want to choose just one and and then the after party after after everything was won how how was it so i just want you to just talk about that yeah everything was super 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 great we we went early to the stadium or close to the stadium to a manta rayados it's called or outside this place called manta rayados which is a place where where I did, I, did, I actually never heard of it before before this, uh, but it's a place where a lot of players hang out to watch games and or to eat and drink before games because it's right next to the stadium, mm-hmm. and the bus was gonna come through there, right? So we all went there, uh, me, my friends, my brother, uh, were outside singing, uh, chanting. You know, it was a great party atmosphere. Um, I saw I saw some of, of, of the Twitter Twitter you know guys Rayados people, uh, which was pretty cool. I, I only got, got to say hey to a couple, but I saw a lot of them uh, from far away that you know uh, um, you know I wanted to say hi, but they were just too far. Yeah. The circumstances wasn't wasn't good, so it was pretty cool. Uh, just that since it, there was a lot of people, I didn't want to lose anybody. I didn't have any any uh, signal. So I was just recording, singing, chanting, blah, blah, blah. And the bus got stuck. Uh, Afterwards, I I, I knew this information that it got stuck. So that's why it was taking a long time. When when it finally came came through, the place was was energetic. There was, I don't know how many fans, but man, it was crazy outside the stadium. And that, that, you know, you saw the the images. Um, It was like something I've never witnessed before. Rayados for sure. Um, you know, normally I just go to the stadium and that's it. But I never thought about receiving the bus. I decided to do this because I mean, this was a match that we needed to win. Um, so yeah, straight to the stadium. We went in, uh, got our beers, our drinks, our food, uh, all that. Sat down, and uh, you know, there was little uh, what's it called in English, banderas. How, how do you say it? I don't know why. Uh, 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 banners? Banners? Flags? Yeah, like banners yeah. that we were waving. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the show started. The show started. The, 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 that, was, that was a pretty cool show. The light show, the, the digital wave, the smoke, the lights, all that was pretty cool. You know, uh, another one of those things that I've never seen before. But, but the game started, man. And when the game started, the place was going. Nuts. I mean, we were going nuts for a while. Yeah. Then, of course, the, the goal came with the penalty. The stadium was going crazy, 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 crazy. And to not make it too long, Guignac scores, right? Yeah. Guignac scores. The stadium, I was super afraid. And I, and I wasn't yeah. the only one. The people I was with, they were like, oh, my God, this is all going downhill. Because we we went back. The audience went back to the fan in the 60th minute. And the whole stadium reacted. reacted reacted negatively to that yeah. substitution when Cesar Montes came in. Like, the yeah. whole stadium was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, we were all nervous. Then Guignac comes in and, you know, he's Guignac. Yeah. Also, his goal came in when Nico Sanchez was out injured. So, you know, I mean, it's it's a great goal, but Nico Sanchez would have been in there, you know. Yeah. Um, the stadium was nervous. And I'm telling you, nervous. And, and some a lot of fans were sitting down. There, there's In the video blog that you put out, uh, there was a, a video I recorded specifically to some fans that were just sitting down. It's like 85 minutes. Why are you sitting down? Jump up. Come on, stand up. 
when they added four minutes from the 90th to the 94th, the stadium was just whistling, like, finish this thing off. Uh, Barovero held on to a ball, he cleared it out, and it was over. There was a sign of, a special sign of relief about, like, yeah. a, a crazy, 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 just acceleration of, you know, happiness, and uh, people were crying. Yeah. It was great, I, man. It was, yeah. it was just perfect. Before before we can before you continue, I just want to I want to get the reaction of the Battle Vettel save on on Gignac Oof. because before he before Gignac scored he had another he had another scoring opportunity, yeah. which is now now that now that everything's set in stone that was a that's arguably the key save or key moment of the game because if Gignac scores that one and then yeah, yeah. the other one we're tied two two so I just want to get the reaction of the Battle Vettel save. No, it was crazy. I, uh, you know, he did it, and he stayed on the ground for a while. Like, in my in my mind, I was I was thinking he was gonna get subbed out. I didn't think he was gonna continue. Like, he looked in pain. I was yeah. all the way into the other side, but still, like, he looked. I was just like, that dude just sacrifices. Like, he's old. He's older. You know, he's he's got miles under him. He sacrificed. He stretched. Like you could tell that he wasn't gonna reach that ball. Yeah, and he reached that ball. You know, the stadium went crazy. Like it was a goal. Like it, it got the reaction it needed. That it meant. You know. Yeah. Uh, people, people, people really, really, really loved that dude. That second, and not only that one. Not only that one. He did a. He, he made a, a couple of other saves that. Not big like that, but you know, big. That people were just like, "Yes, I love you, man." You know, people were going nuts. And and the other one that the stadium almost fell down, but and I'm talking fell down was a Funes Mori one mm -hmm. to the to the upright. Oh yeah, yeah, the post. Yeah, that, yeah. Where Noel he, he kind of came out and and Funes Mori had to, you know, he had an opportunity to score from a long distance and yeah, that one. just the top, the upper top. That one would have iced the game, and I'm not sure For if that sure. one was before the, the Guignac goal. But I was, yeah. I was trying to no. think about that right now, but I, I don't remember either. But it was no, it was before the Guignac goal. But I don't know if it was before or after that. But it was safe. Uh, but whatever. I mean, the stadium was. We were all. It froze. You know, it was, it was in slow motion for a while. Uh, it, it, the stadium would have fallen off. Like it, it was. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy moment. Yeah, I think it was before the Guignac goal because I think that goal would have made it three yeah. nothing on aggregate if I exactly. remember correctly. It would have made it three nothing, and it would have been over regardless of the Guignac goal. But yeah, um, and then it, no, but ahead. those last, last four minutes, it was whistles. The crowd was just like finish this thing off, chanting, 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 going crazy. Uh, I had a couple of Tigres fans in front of me. Uh, uh, that that were they were super annoyed with Carlos Salcedo. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're trying not to talk about the game or anything, but the the, yeah. the first twenty minutes, he nearly scored twice, yeah. or no, he he was re he was about to be responsible for two potential goals just because one he almost headed it into his own net, and then the other one he turned the ball over and Real those uh -huh. almost you know they had a scoring chance, but um, they weren't able to capitalize. But go ahead, Pat. Yeah, yeah, and then um, yeah, the final whistle came in. The stadium went nuts, 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 nuts. It was like that until you know the celebrations, uh, singing the anthem, singing a couple of songs. That video that I put out, 
um, you know, it was just a party atmosphere. And then we went out, we were walking out the stadium, all the, all the walkouts uh, to, to, the, to, the, to the parking lot. It was full of ch- fans chanting. And, and I also want to mention this, Tigres fans that were in the stadium, they were super nice. Uh, a lot of them, of course, they came in with families, so they stayed, so their families looked at the celebration. Some of them clapped our hands while we were walking out. Like, it was a cool, and that's, and that's a cool part. Like, I don't like that they're in the stadium. I prefer, if instead of Tigres fans, that they'd be Rayal's fans, so we get more noise in there. But, you know, if they're going to be in there, at least be respectful, and they did a great job. I just want to mention that. And uh, the whole walkout to... Uh, you know, the parking lot waiting for, you know, figure out a way to go back home and all that was really cool. You saw the video I sent you that yeah. on set the audio came in and did the little interview. We were just out there having fun, singing. It was a pretty cool moment. And then, you know, went to celebrate it. Uh, I, I saw people that I haven't seen in years. And, are, and you know, I see them for the first time after Rayos is the champion. And it's people I grew up going to the stadium with. It was just the best, best feeling, you know, like just a real hug of we're champions and we're all celebrating, you know, and, and went to sleep. My head was, my head was exploding, man. All that singing, all that jumping was, was making it, taking a toll on me. The next day when I woke up, you heard the video, like I I couldn't speak. Uh, So I just rested my voice during during the day while I was flying all the way over here. And now. I have boys, but it was the best. I mean, I tried. Uh, there's no way to explain it. It's just the best feeling, literally yeah. the best. That's it. Yeah. There's no other way. Like, just the best. <laughs> yeah. Happiness. And, yeah. And and if you haven't seen it, I mean, everything you pretty much just described is on the video. I mean, you just gotta watch <laughs> it. And... Yeah. To, uh, and 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 in that video, the the part you can see the Manta Royal restaurant. That's where a lot of the you know, Santiago Furcade was there, the journalist. Uh, I saw Rayado de Negro there. I, 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 I the peop- the one I said hi to was Pav Rayado, who's mm-hmm. one that's that's that I he could be in this this podcast. I've talked to him about it before. Uh, but you know, there uh, R9 Carlos, the one that also follows Rayadas, mm-hmm. he also told me like, hey, are you with the Gargano shirt? And I couldn't respond because I, I, I didn't have internet. But yeah, so he saw me as well. And yeah, you know, it was a cool experience, uh, at least seeing all the people that we, we see from far away, you know? Yeah. And you know what, Pat? Uh, we might as well just start talking about the match. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was, I, I, it, it was one of those, it had everything it had. Nervousness, it had excitement, and then it went back to nervousness, and then relief and joy and happiness at the end. Um, I mean, for the most part, Dallas were dominant in that first half, and then, you know, it eventually led to the penalty that, you know, resulted in, in Nico Sanchez scoring the, the PK. And I think it's not, it's not hard to argue that Nico Sanchez pretty much immortalized himself among, yeah, you know, Rayado fans. Sure. Yeah, he, if for if sure. he wasn't if he wasn't a legend or some kind of icon, um, these last two legs kind of cemented his legacy because he scores yeah. the header in the first leg, and then he scores the penalty kick in the second leg. So he was responsible for both goals. So I just want you to just 
I, I think we're just gonna gush over Nico Sanchez in this in this part, but when yeah. when someone like just fast forward ten, fifteen years from now, when someone tells you or brings up the name Nico Sanchez, what's gonna like go through your mind now? Uh, that's a great question, man. Like I, I think he's already immortalized. It's somebody that we'll talk about for for years as Rayel's fans. Uh leader, uh giving it all. Edge factor, um, you can clearly tell like a warrior that give it all for, for, for what you represent. There was, there was a play at the beginning of the game where he just did a horrible pass, and I said to my brother, like, I hate when Nico Sanchez is like this, like when he's uh, not focused enough, you know, he, he sometimes gets, gets, does bad decisions, like goes too up, like too much to the attack and he looks at a uh, space wide open in the back and he has those type of, of things where he just gets too excited. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, not every single player is perfect. Guillermo Franco is a legend. Chupete Suazo is a legend. All these legends have a lot of downfalls. Yeah. And Nico Sanchez has had his downfalls. He didn't start in the, in the best manner ever. I was in the stadium for his first ever game for Monterrey. It was in, against Cruz Azul. And he and we're winning, we're winning, and Nico Sanchez uh, committed a known goal for Crystal to tie, and we ended up tying the game. Like he, he, we, we hated him or not hated him, but you know he didn't come in with the right. He foot. didn't make a first good first uh, impression. No, definitely say, not. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but now, now I can tell you he's a legend and he's somebody were remembered for his passion and his drive and his work ethic and all this all this type of things that create a warrior. Yeah. And and he supplied two iconic photos. I mean the first leg where Crazy, after he yeah. scored it's just pretty oh, yeah. much all the guys surrounded him while he has this <laughs> confident look on his face. And then in the second leg he had the the bandage or you know the the the, the, the warrior look if you want to call it over it's his after you know, colliding face, you know, colliding head to head or whatever with, I'm not sure who did, I'm not sure who he, I forgot who he collided with, but he, he went, you know, pretty much face to face and then resulted in, you know, being cut open, I think by his, by his eyebrow or somewhere around that area. And then he came back and I think that, that celebration where he's holding the, um, the, the trophy and he's all, you know, bandaged up with, you know, his face is bandaged up. Blood is blood is seeking through that that bandage that he has on his face, and and that's just an icon. It's an iconic look, the, an iconic. Yeah, I have a cool story with that. Like after, of course, that picture everybody was seeing it on their on our way back, and we went when we went to you know celebrate it. One of my friends, he went to the restroom. He got toilet paper, put it around his head. He put like a cup of salsa. I don't know what it was, or ketchup <laughs> or whatever. And that, like he, you know, he was Nico Sanchez. It was pretty fun. Like that's that's already iconic, and just minutes away from it happening, you know. So it's yeah. definitely a picture that's gonna go down, go down for ages. Yeah, those two, those two, those two photos. I mean. I'm not. If they're yeah. not converted into posters or or some kind of wallpaper, then somebody needs to do well, those. Weren't they doing them like uh, for what's it called? The things you you put in your keys, like llaveros. Oh yeah, yeah, know? yeah. They had the llaveros. They had that. Yeah. Idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if they're gonna. I've I've not seen a link for people to sell. I mean, 
I've seen them, but nobody's posted like a link on where to buy them. So if yeah, somebody's I think selling them, like in the in Tavernaveu, Tavernaveu, that restaurant, they need to create. Uh, a website. I think that's where they're where they're selling them. Yeah, they need to create a website. They need to create a website and sell <laughs> them online. And and then, yeah, and then today I don't know if you've seen the, yeah, the yeah. official Concacaf Champions League Twitter page. They put a. They pretty much photoshopped that oh. face image of, of Nico, like that, you know, bandaged up face image of Nico Sanchez and put him on the Iron Throne. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan and you're a Rayados fan, that's an iconic, you know, collaboration. But um, but yeah, I mean, after after Rayados went up one nothing, like you said, they had an opportunity to go up 2 nothing, but the post denied Funes Mori that what would have been a golazo. And then I'm not sure how far yeah. or how far yeah. apart they were, but um, then Gignac, um, he, when he came in, obviously the the the, the... the momentum is a little bit just because Tigres were bound to to end up with the possession. I said the first scoring chance I think he had was the the Barovero save, and like if Barovero doesn't make that save, you know who knows what happens, and then. You know, a few minutes later, Gignac, you know, he beats Barovero, and we're we're one one, two one on aggregate, and it's just at that point, I'm just like, okay, let's let's get this game over with because, you know, it it it's it was just let's let's get it over with. We don't let's not fuck around here and let's get this game, let's get this trophy, and I think there were, I think they had you know a couple more chances where they could have scored. But, you know, I think every Dallas fan was probably just holding their breath and just wanting this game to be over with just because Tigres mm-hmm. were scoring, or not scoring, but they were creating scoring chances. And, you know, eventually everything happened, you know, everything went our way and we won. And I just want to ask you, Pat, now that officially, you know, we're four-time CONCACAF Champions League winners I want what's different about this one than the other three since you know you've yeah. you followed longer or closer than I did um, what's mm-hmm. what's what's different about this trophy than the other three that that were won consecutively that's a good question because when those three were won they're consecutive like that's hard to do you know any competitive any any league ever like doesn't matter what 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 league you play in or what championship you play in. Three consecutive is a tough, tough, tough uh, feat. And Rayos did it. And Rayos did it in their best ever moment of, of of their history. That's we're winning in La Liga and we were winning in the Concacaf Champions League. Like we were accustomed to the best of the best. This one comes after nine years of not winning anything in La Liga. Not winning, well, six years of not winning Concacaf Champions League. And you know, one Copa Mekis, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's one like 69 yeah. years of very little titles. And uh, yeah. this, this is beautiful because it comes in after losing a final to Tigres, after mm-hmm. losing a final to Pachuca, after le- losing a Copa Mekis final to Cruz Azul. Like, we were, we were doing good, we had, a, we had great teams, and, and we were just not winning championships. Uh, we went through a lot with El Turco at the mm-hmm. helm, and then 
you know, you win, you get your revenge against your rivals, CONCACAF Champions League, our tournament, as we like to call it. It's just, it's just a perfect scenario, especially after so long to actually win it back. And hopefully it's just the start of this new little bit of an era, like the one we had in 2009, 2010, 2011, 2013, where we were winning both tournaments. Yeah. Um, but it just makes it special because of that. Like, there's time. There, time happened, which that makes it bad. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing is that we're very good and we're just not winning the the, the finals. Especially yeah. losing against Steelers. So that's what makes it for me the, the difference or, or makes it super, super, super great accomplishment. Yeah, we've been we've been getting to these finals or we're being getting close to them, but we've just never gotten over the hump and then this is the first time you know, we finally get over that hump after so long. And it just makes it extra sweet. That it's against Steelers, and yeah, and I think this hopefully it, it's the start of like you said, it's the start of a run. Um, I, we have ownership that's committed to winning. I mean, they'll spend money sometimes, not in mm-hmm. the smartest of way, but they'll spend money. I mean, it's good to have ownership that spends money rather than not. I mean, we've seen yeah. the lower teams and the Mackies have owners who don't want to spend money, and they go downhill, but. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this is the start of something, like you said, and and we can, can just build off of this. Hopefully, this 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 next couple of months or a couple mm-hmm. of weeks, um, as the Liga starts on Wednesday. Because, you know, ex- that's exactly that. Because it, I've 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 seen Rayos go years without winning anything, but we didn't have the teams to go start winning everything, and you know, so it's not as bad. But when you have a team that has time without winning. Plus, but, but you see the money that they're putting in. You see the players that they have. You're getting to this finance and you're losing them. That makes it bad. Yeah. You know, you can go 10 years without watching your team win. It sucks. It sucks. But, you know, we don't spend money. We don't have a team. Blah, blah, blah. Things happen. Mm-hmm. But when you're getting to the finance and losing them, it's like, come on, man. When are we actually going to win it? Yeah. My bad. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I think I wanted to touch on this. Um, I know I think Bian earlier in the in the week um, tweeted out um, a story um, citing I think global global sport in Brazil mm-hmm. that you know the the you know the South American Federation there is in talks with the U.S. and Mexico and you know to try and include them in next year's Copa Libertadores. And I just want to get your thoughts. You know, we're, we're already on the topic of, of international tournaments. Yeah. Do you think, or what does your gut tell you? Do you think we'll see Mexican teams? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure Rayados would definitely have a spot. I'm, I'm, I don't know how they we're going to value or how they're going to see it if, if they're going to do the final two or however they're going to do it. But I'm pretty sure if Rayados go to the final or just because they won the CONCACAF Champions League, do you see Mexican teams in Copa Libertadores next year? Or what does your gut say? My gut, uh, my gut, my gut is no, just because uh, it's been rumored for quite, quite a time, quite some time now, and it's just not happening. I don't see Libertadores changing their schedule drastically. I don't see Liga Mekis changing their schedule drastically to fit, you know, 
It's just a lot of things have to happen. I know they'll be back. I know they'll be back. Um, I hope. I just hope it's it's shorter. I just hope it's like next year and not next Libertadores and not you know five Libertadores yeah. uh, away. Um, I think I know, and and it sucks that we're wasting this time. Like Rayo's not, not wasting it because they just don't compete in the Libertadores. But it sucks that that Mexican federation, or the you know the Liga Mekis and the Mexican Federation don't get us or don't get the Mexican teams in the Libertadores because now it's the time where it seems like the Tigres, the Monterreys, the Americas, the Cruz Azul even uh, have, have teams that in paper look way better than the good teams in South America. Like it's yeah. our time to, to take advantage of the fact that in South America they're not having their best time and we're having our best time. Yeah. And we're definitely... We, we we can definitely compete. Like that's that's out of the question. That that's a discussion that happened years ago. Now we're definitely up there. Just a question of putting egos aside by both federations and and getting us there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna. That's. I think you kind of touched on it, but you're I, you were in the right direction. This I would love to see how this team on paper goes up against a lot of the good South American teams. And I just wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, it, it it sucks that, like you said, it, it it's not wasted, but it, it I it sucks that this team isn't going up, you know, going up against some of the best teams in South America, and we're pretty much competing against, you know, a, okay sides in in the MLS, and then yeah. going up against teams in our league. So I wanted to ask, how do you, what is how would how do you think we fare in? the Libertadores, if this team were to actually go, you know, instead of playing in CONCACAF Champions this year, how do you think this team would have done in Libertadores this year? Yeah, so, uh, and I've been watching Libertadores this year, and it's just not, a, it's not been a good level. As I said, it's, 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 it's much more than just looking at the team sheets. Uh, you know, you have to see how they match up and everything. But Libertadores, the tough teams haven't been in their best level. Like, you can easily put any of these four teams that I mentioned before from the Mexican League, and they will compete. They might not win five out of five games, but they'll definitely win three or four games. Uh, I see it like that. Uh, from what I see from both sides. Now, let's also remember that there's a CONCACAF Champions League. You have to also get CONCACAF to agree to have some of the teams Teams go to Libertadores, and some over here. Now, how do you? How are we gonna decide who goes to Concacaf and who goes to Libertadores? Because Concacaf is gonna want the best teams here. Yeah. But Monterrey will want to compete in Libertadores, so yeah. they might Monterrey might prefer to be fourth instead of second. You know, yeah. uh, which is not 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 supposed to happen. I, yeah, I think all the the. Good Liga MX sides would prefer. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm speaking. I'm not trying to speak for everyone, but I think you know a majority of them would want to be in Libertadores just because the competition is more. Yeah, better. yeah, no, hundred yeah. yeah. So it, the thing is, Concacaf. I think this is. I always wanted just to see both Americas come together and just just have one club tournament like. Like mm-hmm. they have in, in Europe, it's 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 Champions League, 
and then Europa League. I think Libertadores can be the cha- you know quote unquote Champions League, and the Concacaf or whatever they're going to need, you know they're going to have to rename it, can be the Europa League, you know, and and, and just have that, you know, and, and it's yeah, just, I agree. it's just, I mean, sometimes I I know it's it's business and all the other off stuff that has to go on. Yeah, like gets, for example, distances between flights and you know, mm-hmm. that's. It's it's complicated one for sure. Yeah, it's and you know obviously weather here in the U.S. and it's just a lot of things. But perfect world, you know. I would like Libertadores to be uh, the quote unquote, like I said, quote unquote Champions League and and whatever they decide to rename the Concacaf Champions League, the Europa League, or you know that that you know it's, it's just to give you a an idea. But um, mm-hmm. but you know we'll see what the future holds. Um. Hopefully we can celebrate a, uh, a few more, you know, international tournaments. Hopefully it doesn't take that long. But whether it be Libertadores or whether it be Concacaf Champions League, hopefully that we can celebrate something again in the near future. But domestically, I mean, that's that's the next goal, and it starts Wednesday against Necaxa. Who, I mean, considering everything, I am. Um, that's arguably the best draw we could have had just because Nekaxa will be without Brian Fernandez who will be suspended or go off to Portland or I don't know what's going to happen with him. But least, he's not, no, he's not uh, going to be there. No. Yeah. He's suspended. Uh, so he's missing both legs. Yeah. So, but I don't know what the situation is with Portland as of right yeah. now, but yeah, I, I've, I, I've, I've, he, I've been read he anything. Won't play. He yeah. won't play. So yeah. We're good with that. So, you know, yeah, regardless, whatever, he's not playing. And Necaxa loses one of their better offensive um, contributors. And that's a blow. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go up against Monterrey um, <laughs> at full strength, you're going to need all the offensive weapons you you know at your disposal. And for Necaxa not to have Brian Fernandez, that really, you know, let, it kind of hampers their their chances of winning. And it increases Rayados' um, chances of moving on to the semifinals. And you know, I, I like I tweeted out, it's to, to win your fourth, you know, Champions League trophy, and then to end up with Nikaks as your quarterfinals opponent. That's a pretty good week. I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect Nikaksa, but like I said, you got to have all your offensive firepower to go up against um, Monterrey, and to have not, and and to, for Nikaksa not to have one of the better strikers this season in Mexico. You know that kind of just decreases their chances of winning, and so I just want to get your thoughts on on you know the draw against Necaxa and how you feel going up against them. Yeah, as you said, we don't want to disrespect Necaxa, but you know I think we we're definitely better than them. Uh, we're definitely superior in every sense, especially now with the Brian Fernandez. Actually, it came again. With a fan, with a, it's it's the suspicion came because of a altercation with a Rayals fan. So thank you to a Rayals fan, <laughs> but don't do that. Don't do that again because it's obviously disrespectful. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. It's a hard. It's hard to tell what exactly is going to happen. I, I'm not too worried really. I'm just thinking about semifinals that we might face Tigres again. <laughs> I, I I know it's maybe bad, but I'm just in that hype. Of of we just beat them and I don't I wouldn't mind going against them again. I know it's a tough 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 one. I don't you know I'm not saying we'll beat Tigres, 
but you know, I love I love facing them, especially in this tough circumstances. Yeah. But before that, we gotta face Necaxa. Uh, I'm not too worried, really. I think I think it's gonna be one of those. I remember the, a recent quarterfinal thing against Atlas. We just beat them out of the gate. It was like a four-one overall or five-one overall. Uh, reminds me of uh, I think Morelia also quarterfinal where we just beat them like. 5-0 overall, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, that's how it's going to go this time as well. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to count my chickens before they hatch, but I'm not too worried about Necaxa. You know, especially mm-hmm. like I said, no Brian Fernandez. It just increases the chances of Rayados moving on to the semifinals. And I, I think it's. I think we'll do our due diligence and we'll we'll go through all the matchups, um, starting with. Um, Leon and Cholos, um, Pat. Who do you have winning in that matchup? Uh, it's got to be Leon, right? I mean, it's got to be, but it just, it's just something that, uh, that we got to see. I think Cholos came out really, really pumped up against their match against Puebla. I was watching that game. Mm-hmm. They, they played a great game. I mean, yeah. but Puebla did hold them. After that red card for Puebla, things just crumbled. And Tijuana took advantage. Now, Leon, you know, didn't finish the season. You know, Angel Mena scored again. That's good. Uh, but they lost against Chivas. Uh, against Pachuca, they didn't yeah. really give me much. So, so maybe, maybe actually Tijuana comes in in a better situation. But I think Leon still has enough to see out uh, Cholos, just because Cholos hasn't been consistent for me. Mm-hmm. Not enough, at least. And okay, we'll go the next the next matchup, Tigres Pachuca. Who do you have winning on that one? Tigres Pachuca. It's gotta be Tigres for me. I think Guignac, if he's healthy, if he plays, uh, just in a different level. Pachuca has been doing well. Pachuca has had its ups and downs as well this season. Hasn't been that consistent. That's why they're in the, you know, down there in the seventh place. But but. I mean, it's not crazy to think about at a surprise. Tuca Ferretti's men have have haven't had their like they've had a great season, but they just haven't looked really. Mm-hmm. Well. And I was gonna say, there's always one upset, or if you want to call it an upset in in the uh, league, yeah. there's yeah. always one at least one team that kind of surprises. You know, uh, th- there's always one team that kind of surprises and. You know, maybe it might be Pachuca, and they'll be, and it could, and they'll be led by former Rayado Edwin, Edwin um, Cardona. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> you know, they'll be, and you know, they'll be, you know, bittersweet for Tigres if their season is ended by a former Rayado. But uh, on the next one, the next matchup, and we already took care of Rayados and, and Necaxa, but the the. Who do you have with um, Cruz Azul in America? That's that's the best game, right? In the quarterfinals, uh, I think I think America is gonna win. I think Cruz Azul will crumble again. I don't want I don't want that to happen. Uh, but it's gonna be a pretty pretty pretty. Um, why can't I find that word? Pretty parejo. Very yeah. Close. They're pretty much oh. even. There's, it's an even matchup there. Even. Yeah. There Sorry. You go. <laughs> that was the word. But yeah, uh, it's good. It's it's the game. It's it's the best uh, game in the in the quarterfinals. That's for sure. Yeah, it's the best game, and I haven't given my predictions, but I have Leon. I have Tigres. 
I have America moving on. I think I have all the big teams moving on. I just don't see that. I don't know. Out of the the under, I guess you want to call the lower seeds. I just don't see yeah. them. I like they don't. They're not coming in playing hot or. I just don't see that 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 form where yeah, I can enough. see them motivating or um, not motivating, um, upsetting um, one of the big, you know, one of the upper seats. And yeah. I think I think it's gonna be the league where all top four teams move on. And you know, it 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 makes the semifinals are just gonna be about all the big clubs. I mean, well, uh, not... yeah, we'll have Monterrey Tigres, which will be pretty interesting. I think I mean it's not a final, but you know, to to eliminate your team, you know, send them packing. That's another. That's a good one. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy that we've it's coming down. It's coming down to the wire, and we're we're pretty much at the end of the season. I mean, we've kind of reached the end of the season. So Pat, I just want to say, what what do you take away from the season so far? Uh, as far as far as Monterey, I think yeah. it's it's a. Uh, as far as Monterey, I think it's a good season. We've we the beginning. Remember, the, like we were having we were having a tough time with yeah. Them, so, I, I, let's not. I sometimes this happens, especially you know we just won a championship, but it's a different tournament in the Liga MX. We haven't been the best team. We're third. It's a great position to be in. Uh, but, but I don't know. I, I don't see us that strong now with this tournament that we just won, plus plus uh, having the full squad ready for Wednesday uh, or for whenever our game is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can sum it up and and see and look back as a good season, as a great season. But as we all know, the seasons get defined and. And the Liguilla, so we we just need to do good Liguilla, uh, preferably win it all. But I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad tournament if we don't win, just because we won the other tournament, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I take this season as I'm I'm trying not to, to include the Concacaf Champions League just because yeah, I'm trying hard. to talk domestically. Yeah. Domestically, nobody expected Leon to have the kind of season. <laughs> Yeah. At least, at least from you know the preseason stuff that I I was reading, this mm-hmm. and this came as a shocker, and it, it's it's a one off because a lot of their players are having career years, and it, that's not the norm. Like obviously, Leon kind of took off, and 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 Theodos had a better season than than what they expected or what I was reading, what they were expecting, and then. Rylos finished third, which, you know, it's not that bad. And then, you know, they obviously get a favorable matchup now. And it's just, for me, it's, it's for me, this season is all coming down to can Diego Alonso redeem himself after what happened last on the, in the Apertura. And Wednesday was a good start. You know, he, we won our first major trophy in quite some time. And now we have the opportunity to win the doblete and to win both, you know, it's, it's going to be crazy to, to, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a world crystal ride here this season. And, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's just, you know, like I said, the season's not done, but reflecting on the regular season, it was a lot of ups and downs. Like we started out great, you know, the five, nothing win against Pachuca. And then the second game we were up two nothing against Leon. And then that's when, Again, the Alonso stuff started rearing its ugly head. 
because the guy mm-hmm. he tries to defend the lead, and then it got even uglier when we we like know we lost to Tijuana, and then it, it's just you know it, it became a little toxic. But now you know we kind of reached the end of the tunnel. We you know again I'm trying not to include the Concacaf Champions League, but it's hard not to. We we won yeah. that. Um, overall, our players you know our starters are playing well. They're in good form, so it's not. You know, it's not too crazy to think we can we can win both trophies, and and it's just, you know, it's it's crazy that that, you know, like I said, the start of the season or or middle of the season, it was, you know, the sky was falling, and now, yeah, now we're here. <laughs> I remember that stretch with where we played against Alianza in the Concacaf Champions League, mm-hmm. and things were just not going right. We put a big a big big test out for Diego Alonso where. You have, we had, uh, you know, CONCACAF Champions League, uh, Chivas, uh, and the Tigres week. Like, that mm-hmm. kind of little two weeks was huge, and he made it out. He made it out. Uh, we had a little bit of a problem against Tigres. We ended up tying, and a lot of the fault came to Diego Alonso. But, you know, he always made it out, and now mm-hmm. in the final, he won. So... This is another test for Diego Alonso. Yeah. So far, he's been passing them this semester. He just has this last this last ride. Yeah, it's and three weeks of, of hopefully three weeks, and of tests, and he yeah. just needs to pass it. And we kind of saw. I was gonna say we kind of saw his. We kind of saw where his emotions like after the the match was over. I'm not sure if he was on your end or or he was on the other end, Pat, where he was celebrating yeah. with the crowd and he was fist pumping. He was. He was letting everything out, and I felt like that was months. I think yeah. ever since last year, that that has to be emotions from last year too, not just this year. And he yeah. kind of let it all out. He kind of let it all out. He's like, you know, this, this, you know, he, he, he's been ripped apart. You know, and some of it is warranted. Like a lot of the criticism is warranted. Like it's, it's not just like we're out to get him because we don't like him. Some yeah. of the criticism is warranted. You know, you know, trying to defend leads and all whatnot, but. At the end of the day, you know, on Wednesday, he, he got to showboat and, and release all the emotions that he's had. And, mm-hmm. you know, if he can win both, you know, it's 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 crazy to think that a, a manager that most Rayo fans didn't like coming into the season, I, I would say 90% of Rayo's fans didn't like. Mm-hmm. Can win a, can win both trophy, you know a domestic trophy and an interim trophy in one season, and I don't I, like I, I think I just might as well ask this: if he wins both trophies, how do you think his perception will be when it when, with all the fans? I mean, he'll definitely change a lot of minds. Uh, some fans just care about trophies; other fans care about how we play, and other fans care about other stuff. Uh, for me, for me, I love winning trophies. Obviously, that's the that's the goal every season. But I want to play good. If he wins both both trophies, he'll change my mind uh, in a sense of okay, I don't like how you play, and I'm gonna suffer every single. But I, are are you leading us to this type of seasons every season? Man, I'll suffer throughout the semester. But if you get us up there, I mean, I'm fine. That's how I'm I'm thinking about it. Uh, but I think a lot of Real fans will change. Will want him to stay forever because he won both championships. Yeah, that's. I, I, I uh, mean... But but even if he wins both championships, I see like a bad game next next semester, and people are gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, the championships. 
you know, block the ba- how bad we play, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I see that coming as well. Yeah. I... By the way, by the way, when he was celebrating, yeah, he was closer to my side and he looked freaking pumped. And then they went all, you know, hugged themselves in the middle or whatever. And he was just walking around by himself. Yeah, you can tell he was just like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. I did it. You know, like just thinking and meditating what he just done. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of relief. I, I That's the body language mm-hmm. I took from him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, it's crazy to think that start of the season, people, like I said, 90% of them wanted him gone. And now he's at this point, he's checked one trophy off his list. He's about, you know, right now he's, in a, he's about to embark on a second one. And... I mean, it's it. It's been a crazy ride. It, it's it's not over, but we're we made it through the the season. Third, third, you know, we're the third best team in Mexico this season, and now we get to, you know, hopefully lift another trophy. And I kind of want us to win a trophy just because the post the the celebrations. I mean, I know you weren't there, Pat. You had to leave the following day, but the videos oh, that were leaked yeah, out by. <laughs> <laughs> the videos, oh, I mean, God. the me, the, the Rodolfo Pizarro dancing. And that's mm-hmm. another one. That's another one. It's it's crazy. Like, I know last, the end of last season, a lot of um, well, those fans thought the, you know, the, the, the purchase of the Rodolfo, uh, Rodolfo Pizarro was, was a bust just because he kind of underperformed. He didn't perform at what you expect when you pay $15 million. Mm-hmm. But this season, completely. 360, arguably one of our more important players. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think I, I, I threw out a gif of him, you know, dribbling through two defenders or, or getting past, you know, I think um, Chaka Rodriguez was behind him trying to defend him. And I'm not sure who was the other Tigre defender that he nutmegged. But, yeah, there you go. And, and he got through them both. And it's just crazy. It's crazy that uh, in a span of a few months, his perception is completely different. And like I said, that dance. I'm, I, if you're a Rayados fan, you on Twitter especially, you've seen mm-hmm. this. You've seen the video of him just dancing on Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Just dancing, and the whole team just kind of just celebrating. You know, alcohol everywhere, water, and and. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like the way they were celebrating. And so it, it's just crazy. I kind of just want them to win the the Ligia just so we can see that again. So, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. yeah, I mean, he, he's, you know, how I, what I think of him. Uh, he, he, I was very, I was a big critic of his. And now he shut me up and I've been praising him. You know, it's, it's at the end of the day, we're, we're all fans. You have your favorites. You have the ones you like. You have the ones you don't. Uh, and Pizarro was the one one I didn't like. And now I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. things change. Perceptions change. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they play better. They play worse. Uh, Nico Sanchez, like I said, Nico Sanchez was... People wanted him out. And now look at him. Uh, Maxi Mesa, after two months, people are wanting him out. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It, Look back at your recent history. Rodolfo Pizarro underperforming mm-hmm. in his beginning. Nico Sanchez underperforming. Um, I could go on and on. I don't want to. Uh, uh, Stefan Medina. Stefan Medina. People wanted him out, and they got him out to Pachuca. And when he came back, look at him. You know, yeah. and, uh, uh, Marcelo Arovero. 
remember the beginning of his blood now he says yeah. like yeah everybody was like oh, i don't know you can't make that 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 save i mean it goes back to the tedious matchup earlier in the season or you know midway through the season where uh-huh. quinones um you know i don't know what he was doing there and quinones you know he lets quinones you know gives him a, a good amount of space for him to, sh- to shoot the ball and, and he scores and we end up tied and then, like against Tigres, he makes the key save and arguably one of the biggest saves in club history. I mean, that's going to be right up there too. We hundred percent, yeah, yeah. And you were like that. Now that you just step back and think about it, a lot of these players kind of, like you said, they they didn't start off good or they didn't start out to the expectations of the fan base. And it's just a complete three sixty. You know, it's a complete three sixty. It, it's 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 crazy how much trophies can make you just step back and think like hey you know what <laughs> this guy's actually really you know, good yeah and you know trophies help a lot but what they did to get those trophies like mm-hmm. Nico Sanchez as you said both goals plus that you know that blood makes it more epic yeah uh, uh the say that Rolfo Pizarro little uh, you know they give the blue up in the Real Madrid account like there's trophies which are the goal but those moments that get you to a trophy are just the ones that live on our memories forever and those are the three just there that that you know are there forever and whether they end up being club legends which i think they're already up there just because this is an important trophy yeah um or not those are moments that are going to be in Rayo's memories forever yeah. so when maximus does something like that he'll be up there as well like yeah. it's just a matter of don't judge before yeah. And I don't Judge know him how, when he's gone. Yeah, and and I don't know how serious those. I mean, I I did read something that Boca Juniors might want him, or they might try to buy him. I that to me wouldn't be a smart thing. No, just because we don't know what's gonna happen with with Rodolfo Pizarro. You know, just because if if, if he goes to Europe, then Maximesa becomes a more valuable asset, and, and it'll be just crazy to just. You know, sell two midfielders when we could have just sold one and Pizarro, you know, Pizarro if he was to go, and we could just slot in Mesa to take over Pizarro's role as 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 uh, attacking mid, and yeah. you know, it's, and you it's, just came on, came in. Sorry to interrupt, but that's yeah. a great point, and that's something that we're going to be worrying about this whole summer. Pizarro leaving, yeah, because we all know his his wishes, his wishes. Yeah. He wants and, to go to Europe, and and, and yeah, and be. That first semester when he wasn't performing, like he wasn't going anywhere, you know. Uh, nobody in Europe was going to buy him. Now after the semester, a lot of teams are going to want to buy him. Yeah, and then if he has a really good, if he has, a, even if he makes the Mexican squad, and he has a solid Gold Cup, I yeah, he's you know, still, he's, he's he, still he, there. he'll be gone. Especially because I think he's already in it. He think he's twenty four, twenty five. I think it's time. You know, if if any European team comes, he'll probably be like, hey, you know, I, I've delivered a trophy. I helped deliver a trophy. You know, let me go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of do. Yeah, exactly. As long as they get a good, good, a good amount of money back, I would like to see them get, at least get what they paid for in Pizarro, or maybe a little bit more. You know, so if I they think, can get. No, go ahead, Pat. No, I think um, they could get a little more for what they paid. I think. I mean, they did pay a lot, but this semester really helped Rayos. Not only because, of course, he helped us get results, but also to have Pizarro be worth more than what they. They paid for now. If he goes or not, that's going to be something that we're going to be talking about a lot for for yeah. this summer. But but at least we got 
something great out of him. Now he's not done. He's not done. And hopefully in the Liguilla we can do yeah. a little bit more. But uh, I don't want to see him go. I mean, yeah. I, and you know I criticize him a lot, but yeah. I don't want to see him go. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think, like I said, it's a complete 360, but we kind of know that he wants to go to Europe. If, and if he, if a, a certain, you know, I mean, if a certain, you know, mid-table European club comes calling, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll, he'll be like, hey, you know, let me go. And, you know, back to Mesa, that's where Mesa becomes a little bit more valuable. And, yeah. you know, I don't. I don't want. I don't want them to give Mesa away, especially if Pisado leaves. Mesa can just take over where, where Pisado was playing, and like we said, you know, Pisado and, wasn't that good. Or go ahead, Pat. No, sorry to interrupt again, but just just speaking about Mesa, and I don't want to. I don't think he's gonna leave. But remember, we remember what happened with Maracone with Cruz Azul, where he wanted to go back because he wanted to be called up to the national team. If Maxi Mesa doesn't get called up this summer, which he probably won't, uh, he'll be asking himself, like, hey, maybe they're not watching me over here. Like Marconi yeah. did, and he went back to Argentina. Maxi Mesa could do that as well. I mean, it's not a crazy decision. He definitely is going to miss. Uh, he's def- he definitely probably misses home, but that's another play- player that wants to play in Europe. So yeah. where do where does he want to play to go to Europe? Which yeah. Which country is better for him and I think yeah. he's fine in Monterrey we yeah. just need him to step up a little more yeah and just to, to piggyback of what you said it's it's funny that Funes Mori is arguably one of the better strikers in North America but Argentina doesn't even give him a look you know and they kind of need strikers just because the ones they've been using haven't been all that good, especially in international. Well, you know, in, they've been good domestically in their in their in their leagues, but they haven't mm-hmm. been good for Argentina at the international level. So I think that too might play a factor. But I think if if you know, yeah, because the management can say also. No, go ahead, Pat. No, because he also mentioned that at post game and in an interview, he said they asked him about Argentina national team. He was like, "Well, I don't know. I mean, they're just they they." I've been doing good. I've been putting in work, but they're just not looking. So he also might get frustrated, especially now that he's won tournaments with Monterrey, which will probably leave, or he'll probably he probably won't leave, but he'll probably feel like he's he made it. That's it. Yeah. What else can I do? Because I can I, look I, somewhere else, like Dorlan Yeah. Like we're gonna have a lot of these players. Yeah. A lot of rumors. A lot of people wanting to leave. A lot of people I, wanting to come in as well. I I read too that they asked them about. Would he ever consider going back to River? And yeah. he just said that he's happy in Monterrey, but that you know he'll never rule out a possibility about playing again for River. And you know if if he kind of wants to start, I mean he's at the end of his prime. I think you know he's twenty eight. You know I think he has maybe about four more years of 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 like high level. You know if again if he you know maintains his his conditioning and all that stuff, he probably has about four more years of prime. Of prime football, and in you know in that time frame he could probably I don't know if he's gonna make the Copa America. I mean he should kind of make the Copa America, but then you have the Copa America next year too. Sometimes I forget that there's a Copa America next year, and he might want to make that team. And if uh-huh. nobody's looking at him this year, he might consider going back to River, where the you know uh-huh. they they take you know they'll take you know players from from Argentina so who knows like a lot of players you know 
long term future. You know, I don't, <laughs> don't want to end on a on a bad sour note because we're just happy about what happened on Wednesday. But yeah, you know, I was just uh, saying that like no. I'm thoughtful and depressed about some players that might be. Yeah, it's like, rock, no. It's, 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 but they did ask them these questions. I mean, we're not just here speculating. They did ask um, mm-hmm. Funes Mori, would he ever consider going back to River? And, and obviously, Pizarro, we, we, since he arrived, we kind of knew that he wanted to go to Europe. So it's, it's not like this is out of left field and this is where we're just you know, talking out of our ass here. We're, it's, it's you know, stuff that's been talked about. And now that they've won and they're playing out a really good form, you know, it's stuff that could happen. And, and it's just, it's it's summertime. I mean, it, you don't just have to be following Liga Mekis to know that around this time, transfer rumors are starting to heat up. Like, it's, it's, it's you know, it's June's just a month away, you know? And the transfer season opens up and then it's just... A free for all, so but you know we're we're kind of glad that you know the season it's not over but you know we checked off one trophy and now hopefully we can check off the other and then just end the season on a high note. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's, that's mean, the idea. That's the idea, and hopefully in the summer we don't lose a lot. Uh, and we or we spend a lot, I, or, or we can spend a lot. We can spend a lot. No. Too. Yeah. <laughs> And and also is yeah, also is. Let's think about this. Uh, is Diego Alonso gonna stay for a little longer? Because let's buy players for him, not buy players that mm-hmm. don't fit him, like we've talked about. You know. So yeah. Also, uh, like hopefully, hopefully we do a good, uh, you know, good off season. Yeah. Uh, after whatever, a good season. Whatever happens in the summer happens. Let's just enjoy this <coughs> that we have for the next three weeks, and hopefully they can take us on another championship ride and we'll we'll just end the season drunk celebrating and, and dancing uh-huh. and singing and, and all that but uh, I, I i haven't haven't made this promise but i'm starting i'm starting to think of going back in the league if we get to the final yeah i i've seen um i seen um if you don't follow her um jess um uh, yeah. yeah she uh i seen that tweet where she tells you yeah you already since you came for the for the for the final the Concacaf yeah. Champions League, it's, I think you'll have to return if they make it to the final. Um, uh, yeah, uh, for the for the whole match. So I saw I, a, lo- a couple of people told me like, "Hey, you were c- clearly good luck. Come come to the next <laughs> I'm so, down." <laughs> so so yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, other than that, um, follow the account. I mean, we're at 992 followers. Um, it's crazy we're we're eight away from a thousand and we just started this like three three months ago. So it's crazy to yeah. think that, that yeah. we're about to cross one thousand followers and and it's just this was just recently started and 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 you know, go ahead, Pat. Speaking interrupting you, but you know, to tell you a little bit more about this, I I was asked a lot about the the podcast in Monterrey. Well I was in Monterrey. People that I didn't even know, you know, follow the podcast or listen to the podcast or anything like people i knew but didn't know that they were like tuning into what we were posting out there and i had a lot of people mention it not only in person but also through through twitter there was somebody that wanted me to interview him it's impossible to like i said i didn't even have internet in the stadium but uh a lot of people like are are, like pre-game going about to go to the stadium a lot of people were asking me about the podcast about the you know what, what 
what the what that account is the the Rayos account that tweets in English and I'm like that, that's funny that people like it's a, it's yeah. a part of the the talk I was pretty surprised and uh, but I, I don't know it felt pretty cool because like I'm not I'm not I'm retweeting everything Real like I'm not promoting like hey follow this follow this yeah but just just it, the content speaks for yeah. itself I guess yeah <laughs> no well. I mean people were talking about it which made me really like. Damn, that's cool. Yeah, it's, like, that's it's, really it's, cool. It's crazy. Like I never, like I never say follow this account or or I never tell people, hey, follow me, follow me. Like, I'll I'll just yeah. tweet out the gifts. I'll make a podcast, and obviously <laughs> people really really want gifts. Um, and it, you know, it's it's something that people want. And like I said, there's there's other accounts for other clubs that have been going at it for for three. For two, three years, four years, some at five, and it's just longer, and, and they haven't even some barely touched a thousand or are getting close to a thousand, and here we are, freaking three months later, just <laughs> following yeah, us like, away from a thousand. For a thousand and, people telling us on the street about it, yeah, uh, getting messages like, "Hey, I love what you guys do." Like, I <laughs> that part where somebody said like. Oh yeah, that that account that tweets in English, and I'm like, that's cool. Like, even if they know it like that, that's fine. You know it. Like, yeah. That just made me be like, damn, that's crazy yeah. and weird I mean, and but cool at the same time. Yeah, it's it's crazy and weird, and and like we said, like earlier a few weeks ago, I don't know how, but our our podcast is in the top 100 for sports podcasts in Mexico, mm -hmm. and like you said, it's in English. So it's mm -hmm. it's crazy it's crazy to think um, that in a short amount of time that we can that a lot of people listen to what we have to say and they like the stuff that we put out and I, like like you know the content speaks for itself so if you follow thanks um, that means a lot and and you know yeah. it's it's just it's 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 you know we'll we'll, we'll look back and reflect on this once the season ends just because. This is technically our first season. I mean, we didn't even start this. I think we started maybe midway or close to midway through the season. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is our 13th episode. So um, we're, we started probably four, you know, just doing the math um, three or four weeks into the season. And, you know, it's, it's just crazy how much this has blown up. And, you know, it's we'll do some reflecting once the, the season comes to an end, whenever that is for Rayados. And, and then, you know, we'll just... This isn't going anywhere. At least I hope yeah. not. <laughs> but um, we'll we'll do all that um, when when the season ends. But but yeah, follow the account. If you listen to it on iTunes, give it a rating just because that helps. And and you know that that's always good. You know, new mm -hmm. listeners or whatever. And you know, you put you already, this up there in their ranks yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, we didn't get Rompas on. Um, you know, <laughs> stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we can have him back next. I'm gonna try to put. He's probably still celebrating. Yeah, he's probably still celebrating. But I'm, I'm gonna try to get a guest on next week. I, um, you know, I think the the um, league I make is feminine final. We're gonna have that coverage. So hopefully, I'm gonna reach out to a guy or someone that follows us, and hopefully, they can they can say yes, and uh, and we can have better communication and and book them on and and just talk about the you know the hopefully Rayadas versus Tigres because Tigres is already Tigres is already in her Tigres feminine is already in so Rayadas got to take care of business tomorrow or you know if you're listening it already yesterday or on Monday it's today 
but yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, Pat, if you just want to plug your Twitter account uh, and so we can get on out of here. Yeah, follow me on Tsunami Picks, and uh, that's pretty much it. Excited for the Liguilla. I think we covered it all. And uh, thanks to everybody that follows and, uh, you know, that to everybody that I got a chance to talk to in Monterey, and it's just a cool experience. Uh, and check out the video vlog that, that Eddie edited. Uh, yeah, that's the last thing I was going to plug in. I was going to plug in the the the, the, the yeah. I'll, I'll retweet it out when I tweet this out. Um, okay. I when I I last I checked there was already 15 views on it so if you haven't watched it it's something you should definitely watch just because it it was it's really cool it's really cool it's really cool to be there some some, some Twitter people might find themselves so maybe I record them when yeah. I was outside in uh, yeah who knows house, yeah they're out there and I just yeah. Can't see them yeah <laughs> yeah so if if you haven't um watch Pat's vlog for look for it, yourself <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, definitely watch it I'll tweet it out with this um, but yeah um, we'll talk to you guys next yeah. week where we um, depending if they play Saturday we'll recap no we'll probably recap we'll we'll, we'll push it late depending on the we'll, yeah we'll probably recap the the two legs um, of, of, uh-huh. of Monterrey and Ecaxa so um, which should be a victory um, let's let's yeah. let's not bullshit. Let's let's just call it how it is. It should be a victory. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.